This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking, we are continuing our, is this our first kick one? Kick it off. Oh, we're kicking off. Fuck. We're kicking off our, our very Canadian countdown to America month. I don't know why this excites me so much. I can't even, <laughs> I just think it's so stupid and silly and I love it so much and I just can't stop laughing at how stupid it is. But we're doing the most American movies we can think of. Yes, and Transformers <laughs> is what we're starting with. How can a movie about Japanese robots from space be the most American thing ever? It Michael ju- Bay. It just how. is. It just is. Oh, my goodness. Michael Bay. It is. It's Michael Bay. This this movie is so America. It I can't, is. It's, it, you know what I mean? It's the army. It's guys going into war zones. It, 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 it's international, like, oh, my God, we're the center of this international thing, even it's, though it's happening to everybody, probably. Yeah, it's cars. It's, it's, it's cars. It's product placements. Yeah. It's explosions. It's robots in disguise. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Hell, yes. Um, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, well... <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, you should watch it. And Craig has a very different opinion on oh, this. Oh, this, this was a hard Before- <laughs> movie for me to watch. I'm not going to lie. I I watched this movie in theaters when mm-hmm. it first came out. Me and too. And I enjoyed it. Me too. And I was like, that was fun. Yes. And then I, I, I say this with it, the most generous way possible, but it is such a teenage boy movie. Oh, it really and is. And I yeah. just, I, I don't have the patience for it anymore. If this oh. is your thing... God bless, but like I really struggled to get through this. I, I I did not struggle for one second to get through this. It made me laugh so hard. I was like, some of this is so st- like so silly and ridiculous, and like parts of it are heightened for no reason. And it's it, it they get arrested so many times. Like it's like the same thing keeps happening over and I, over. I know, again. and that's what bothered me. I know, but if <laughs> you if like, you don't let it bother you and you think it's just funny, it's really good time. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? If you if you lean in to how ridiculous some so. of it is. I guess so. And I, just let it happen to you. But I guess for me, like this is also the franchise where I think I learned that I I have checked out of dumb, mindless action movies for the most part because Mm. it wasn't this movie, but it was the sequel. And like, I was working at Blockbuster at the time and I had like rented it or gotten it free or whatever. My girlfriend was gone for the night. I was home alone, had the night off work. Mm -hmm. I had some beer in the free. I was like, I'm just going to watch a dumb action movie, have a couple beers by myself. Real nice fun night in and then i was halfway through the movie and i was like i don't care about anything that is happening here i don't <laughs> like this anymore and like so this is the franchise that made me check out of that sort of thing fair enough honest okay and i think maybe why i kind of do like watching movies like this 
is because I've checked out of it. Because I'm somebody that, like, I'll watch a movie and get anxiety. I'll get attached to the characters. I'll stress myself out. Like, I'll turn it down when it gets embarrassing. Like, I'm one of these motherfuckers, okay? You know what I mean? Like, I'll I'll feel it. So embarrassing, right? Because it's it's TV, it's movies, it's what? Why the fuck? I don't know. Okay, I can't explain it to you. Okay, like I know it's ridiculous, but I feel it. Okay, when I don't give a fuck about anyone on screen, there's something real good about that. I don't know. There's okay. something. There's something that makes it very easy for me to watch at that point because I don't feel stress. I don't care about the outcome. I'm like, yeah, let's watch things get blown up. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's that's legit. <laughs> so I think maybe that's why I personally don't mind watching this movie because I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's big robots. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Big robot goes boom. Like I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's not a lot happening. I or there is a lot happening, but it's all just like it's very convoluted. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. It's silliness. I don't know. At no point did I care what was about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point, right? You're like, I guess we're in another fight again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're in another fight again that I don't care about. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Thank God I'm not stressed. <laughs> There's no consequences whether these robots live or die or, yes. or the danger doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. And also why I feel like it's going to be kind of easier to defend the villains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am here for I'm here to defend these villains. Okay, because yeah. we have okay, so if you haven't seen this movie, I'm just gonna boil it down like as simply as I can. We have the Autobots and we have the Decepticons. They have uh their world has been destroyed basically, and it can only be restarted with the uh Allspark. Okay, and they're hunting it down. It happens to be on Earth. Um it ha- yes, it happens to be on Earth. So um, uh, Sam Witwicky's uh, great 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 grandfather or great great grandfather um, discovered uh, one of these robots. Na- activates a navigation system accidentally. It gets burned onto his glasses because why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, why not? And then um, and then this this. So then they they move this robot, uh, and it's a discovery, but it's a, like a Sector 7, ooh, all secrets, whatever. Um, Sam's trying to sell these glasses as um, ladies' man, like his user man's ladies' man. This is a boys' movie. Uh, <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah. This is really a, a movie for a boy. Although, to be fair, I think Transformers are for boys. I, I, or young boys. Young, young individuals. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah, say yeah. for boys. Young individuals, and I think maybe it speaks to that a little bit, which I think is fair for a movie about r- robots that turn into cars. Um, I'm going to keep defending this movie, though. <laughs> anyway... Um, so Sam's in possession of these glasses. He's trying to sell them because he wants more money for a car because he needs a car. He needs a girl. He is a team boy. Um, his car uh, selects him, uh, Bumblebee, because he's one of the Autobots and he is trying to find the AllSpark before uh, the Decepticons do. Um, fight, fight, fight. Um, arrest, arrest, arrest. Uh, <laughs> am I wrong? Yeah, the, there's a <laughs> hacking scene in there too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the hacking scene. All right. I, I can't. Can't wait to talk about this whole fucking movie. Uh, the hacking scene's one of my favorite scenes because it's so absolutely not. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, 
Sorry, why am I blanking right now? Decepticon leader uh, Megatron. Megatron, of course, Megatron, um, is basically uh, released. Bumblebee has been uh, captured. They're trying to get the AllSpark before Megatron does. Um, Sam uh, saves Optimus Prime's life by using it on Megatron. Roll credits. Yeah, yeah, he shoves the AllSpark into Megatron, yeah. destroying the Megatron and the AllSpark. And there we go. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And it took them two and a half hours to get through all that shit. The Optimus <laughs> Prime does not show up until an hour into this movie. There is so much wasted time and space in this movie where it's just people saying the dumbest jokes. Oh, yeah. And I like, love the dumbest jokes. Oh, oh just so like dumb. some back and forth, everyone giving each other attitude. That's another thing I don't like. Nobody has a conversation in this. Everyone's oh, yeah. always giving each other attitude. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just snarky. giving each other the business. And I'm like, just like, <laughs> oh, there's... <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole part in here mm. uh, uh, in my notes that I are basically just this is stupid shit that happens. This is stupid. Okay, perfect. And, perfect. And one of them is there's at one point it's the guy from Sector Seven, the secret thing, and he goes into yeah. the Secretary of Defense and he's like, "Hi, I'm so and so from Sector Seven. The Secretary of Defense is like, "Well, we're kind of in the middle of something right now. We don't have I don't have time to talk to you. The computers all get shut down, and he goes. Well, that's why I'm here. I'm here on orders from the president. So open with that, you fucking idiot. If you've got to talk to the Secretary of Defense about a matter of national security and you're being sent there by the president, you don't just walk, you go, I'm from Sector 7. I'm here by orders of the president to talk to the Secretary of Defense. You don't just sit on a fucking bench and be snarky about it. <laughs> I'm already so hot about this. <laughs> I, I, I was so excited to already do this episode based <laughs> off of the conversation we had before oh, we started recording. I'm so, I'm so spicy we were, about it. Because we were on so opposite ah. ends of this, and I'm so excited how spicy you're feeling today. Oh, I love yeah. a spicy Craig. When you start getting a little spicy, to you, oh, man. Woo! Okay, so... Obviously, our villains are well. First and foremost, the Decepticons. It's the Decepticons. Okay. It's Megatron the Decepticons. and the Decepticons. Megatron and the Decepticons. Um, and then, like, obviously, like uh, you know, unruly cops and Sector Seven guys, yeah. and like little blips here and there, and like bullies and stuff like that. Yes, but they our get main... like arrested three times, like in three subsequent scenes. It's insane. <laughs> Just have one crazy cop character. Why do we have Yes, then three we can really build our, like a rapport with it. You know what I mean? We can understand what's going on with this have guy. Have one hacker character. Don't leave the hacking place to go to another, another hacking ha place oh to introduce God. another character two-thirds of the way through the movie who doesn't do anything. Anyway, there's uh, <laughs> I'm I think I think there's a message in this signal. In a signal? Do you think there's a message in a signal? That's what a signal is. <laughs> so I, no, I'm so spicy. No, keep it. it. Keep oh. it. Keep it coming, Craig. I love it. Um, yes, you have made several good points. <laughs> of course, you've made several good points. Certainly. Well, you know what? We're, we're already into the hacker stuff. Let's just talk about this hacker real quick. Because, oh, okay. like, that was, it made me laugh. So hard. First of all, okay, so they're in like a, they're in a government facility where they have like ba these supercomputers. They have 
like all the technology of the like the full force of the United States government behind them. Okay, yes. going. We need to crack this. This is priority one. Okay, we're getting hacked. And this woman says, "Listen, we would. It would take a supercomputer." 20 years to do what this computer did. This is going to be impossible to hack. Better go see that guy. <laughs> so you're telling me <laughs> that there's a man out there that could hack this in 10, like literally we watch him do it in five seconds. Yeah. It's not, it is not five, it, it's five seconds. Okay. She shows up to his house. He's living with his gra- mother or grandmother. I can't remember. One of, one of the two. Hanging out with his cousin, acted like a total fool, and he's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." Cracks knuckles. I, I have the program for this alien signal. I can crack this in seconds. <laughs> and the insight being that a signal might have a message. Yeah. <laughs> How did the code breakers at the Pentagon not figure that out? I I literally it, it it that scene very very specifically I was like oh you're really asking us to buy into a lot right yeah, now you're yeah. really you're pushing the envelope <laughs> of what we're going to be buying into cuz what we what they were doing was they're like well we need an excuse to go visit another zany character for comedic okay, relief listen, here Okay listen I okay that is fair the one care I I need Bernie Mac in this movie. I oh, need Bernie him. Mac! That works fine. It's it moves the plot along. He's a ten out of ten. Anytime I see Bernie Mac in anything, I'm so excited. Bernie Mac is the used car salesman. That stays. He's That's so, a great. His stupid laugh. His everything. About, he's so his his mother giving him the finger. Yeah. <laughs> Look, no, that was great. I that enjoyed watching was Bernie awesome. Mac. Fast talking Bernie Mac trying to sell a little shit heel Shia LaBeouf as yeah. a, 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 a car. And the fact that he's complaining about, oh, you know, uh, was it, it's a, it was a Charger? What was the, what was Bumblebee? I don't uh, know what car it's, star- he, I, I actually don't know cars at all. Yeah, I don't even know I, why I was going to start that sentence and be like, but well, the one he's, after, he's the and I'm old like, I don't know one, that one and either. And becomes yeah. the new one. But I was like, that's still a cool looking car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't complain about it, that it's old. Like, fuck off. Anyway. No, I don't. I don't know about that. That I'm like, oh well, like that's just that's that's two men trying to get it done right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, that's okay. what you do on a car lot. But like, I I forgot he was in there, and I'm just. I had to tell you, I I love I love Bernie Mac so much. I yeah. have gone back and watched the Bernie Mac show, like several times. I think it's one of the best uh, sitcoms, in my opinion. I just love him, and I think he really zhuzhs. He he just he adds so much to this movie. I'm like, thank God you're here, buddy. I love this, and, and I agree. But like, you know, a little Bernie Mac comedic uh, 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 cameo, love it. Yeah. But then we have so many of those detours. That is very. You know true. what I mean? Like, I just that was go, the like, one detour I really enough. wanted to defend. I was like, I don't think this is a detour. I think he was excellent, and I would keep that. Scene. And buying the car is part of the plot. I, well, exactly. Yes. And watching all the like, I think it's kind of cool that all the like Bumblebee makes all the other um, windows explode, and like that's I. I honestly, I love that scene. I think yeah. it's a great scene. Ten out of ten. I love it. Okay. Also, the dad driving him through the Porsche. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. through the Porsche dealership because in my head I'm like 100% my dad would do that yes and he would find that so fucking funny so I, funny Kat, Kat was in the room when that scene was on and she's like that's so mean and I was like no that's a great joke no it's a great bit that's a great joke was like well he didn't think he was gonna get one before I was like that's exactly why that's a hilarious joke oh yes I'm it, you- nobody's hurt it took you 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 lived in this for 10 seconds. Right. Okay, if it was like his dad was promising him the whole time like I'm going to get you a Porsche, I'm going to get you a Porsche. Nah, just kidding. That's fucked up. Okay. You drive through for 10 seconds and you're like, you fucking idiot. Like that's yeah. kind of yeah, I, I support I, that. And I also didn't put that idea in your head. You had that yeah. idea that because I was driving through here and then guess what? You're not. Guess what? We're yeah, gonna, you actually got your just own going over here. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, but I am here to defend the Decepticons super easy. And yes. this is this is something I actually went back and checked, okay? So. I think we might have checked the same thing. I'm excited. Which is that <laughs> the humans are the first to open fire? Oh, no. Okay, so, so we, we start in, like, opening scene of this movie is. That's so funny. Okay. Qatar, mm-hmm. Middle East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what makes this so American. They're like, we need to let you know that Katara is in the Middle East. Mm-hmm, I, mm. I wanted them to put that on all the su- on all the subtitles, like Air Force One, the president's plane. <laughs> 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 Hoover Dam, a dam. Uh, <laughs> um, but so so it's this military helicopter mm-hmm. that's flying towards this U.S. base, right? And they're like, it's so weird. It's, you know, they're not responding to radio calls. And like, oh, this is a helicopter that was shot down in Afghanistan last month. Yeah. Weird. What's going on? And they're in constant radio communication with it. They're scrambling jets, whatever. And then they landed at the Air Force Base. And the general or the, the guy in charge or whatever says, um, they, they run out with guns, guns pointing, because they think it's going to be a threat or whatever. And then the general goes, um, step out of you and your crew, step out of the helicopter now, or we will we will kill you, is what he says. Mm-hmm. And then the transformer, who is the helicopter, starts transforming. And they open fire. That transformer was getting out of the helicopter. He was complying <laughs> with the instructions that were given, and then the humans and the U.S. government yeah. opened fire on him. And let me just state that what he is there for is to get information as to the whereabouts of their captive leader. Yes, and their property. Yeah. 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 The the key to all life on their planet, I mm-hmm. might add. Yeah. Well, and that's what I double-checked for, is that it is the key to, like, literally, I couldn't believe it at the end, because uh, Optimus Prime, like, the Autobots are like, we did it, but we've killed off, and, like, there's no chance of us ever existing ever again as a society. We chose you over us. That was obviously the right choice, and it's like, ah! <laughs> is it? <laughs> No. No. And I think Optimus Prime and the Autobots are kind of uh, uh, fanatics. Yes, I would argue that they are the one. um, And the other note note I made was uh, 
They're the one telling the story. Oh, no information is given about the Decepticons that does not come straight from Optimus Prime. Mm. The, like, Sounds like propaganda to me. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, you, you, you don't want them to get it because that, that'll be bad, but get it to us right now. Like the, the intensity mm. that the, the Autobots are like, uh, Sam, you need to uh, you need to get this right now. It, it it reminded me of like, you know, when someone comes up and asks for money for you on the street and they have a story. Yeah. You know, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. hey, uh, so I need to get home to see my grandmother. You know, right now uh, my, my wallet's stolen. Like, I just need bus fare to get home. Like, blah, blah, blah. if you could give me like twenty dollars, I'd really appreciate it. But like, I need it now, right? <laughs> Because I'm gonna miss my train. I was like, that's the same energy Optimus Prime's coming in here, being like, hey, we're we're Autobots, we're from a different planet, Decepticons bad, Autobots good. So I need those glasses right now from you, okay? And I was just like, okay, there's a little quiet desperate there's a little desperation in your voice and your urgency. And you seem originally not even like, oh, we're gonna hold on to it. It seems to be like the plan was kinda to get rid of it the whole time. Yeah. Which is kind of wild when it's like, oh yeah, that's the only thing that can bring us back to life. Yeah, then that's the that's the only thing that'll end this war. I was like, oh okay, well then you're you're a a fanatic. Yeah, you know, there, there's got to be some middle ground between destroying the thing that gives all life and uh, I don't know whatever conflict you two have with each other, which is never really explained. Like the the original source of the conflict. Yes, it's just kind of well, it's kind of like it's like we went to war, <laughs> and it's like why? <laughs> yeah, like and it begins with voiceover. The movie begins with voiceover by Optimus Prime, being like, "It was good, and then we started a war, and now it's bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. No blame to go around whatsoever. We destroyed no. our planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it was all the... And by the way, Decepticons is for sure a slur. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you get to be the Autobots and they're the lying shitheels? Like, come on. Oh, you know what? I had the opposite take of that, of like, if I was to join a team, would I want to join the Autobots or the Decepticons. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's just because we've been doing this podcast for so long, but I'm like, oh, I want to be a Decepticon all day. That sounds fucking awesome. Sounds like you get shit done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Autobots just kind of sounds like you get told what to do and you bop around. Decepticons, oh, they're forging their own path. That's true. They are mostly without a leader through most of the thing, and they're just kind of like independent Bad about their men's. Yeah. They make better. It's, they seem to make smarter choices. Yep. Uh, they it, Better tactical stuff. They, they actually understand the concept of hiding. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, Robots thank in disguise you. is the whole thing. <laughs> let sure, me, you look so upset. Let me tell it. you, Rebecca. I, thank you. This is... There are two scenes that I remember from this movie, okay, Ooh. from having okay. watched it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is uh, <laughs> is uh, Megan Fox bent over a car. I know that is the male gaze yeah. to like a thousand. I remember sitting in the movie theater being like, that is an attractive woman, but mm -hmm. I, will I will not have my emotions or desires 
Uh, I'm an adult man. I will not have my emotions or desires uh, 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 con- uh, so easily <laughs> controlled or or anything like that. And then I was like, well, fuck, that really works. <laughs> that I can't. That sucks. Okay. That sucks. All right. Uh, but the other scene I remembered was the one where it's just the the Autobots and Optimus Prime just plain hide and seek in the house. And it goes on for so long, and they think it's so funny that there are giant robots hiding from the parents. And I was just like, you just need to be robots in In disguise. Just go become a truck and park on the road. And that goes into that desperation thing, right? Ah, yeah. Where they're like, yeah, you're going to get it now? Okay, we'll wait at the door and wait till you get it. Get it for us, please. Please? Now, wait outside. Okay, but are you getting it for me? You getting it for me now, Shia LaBeouf? Please? Uh, <laughs> calm down. Ooh. You're too desperate, man. That is so fucking funny, dude. I <laughs> I am loving the absolute 10 energy you're bringing oh. today. You are upset, and I am fucking here for it. It was such a chore. It was... <laughs> It is insane that this movie's two and a half hours long. Oh, there's some judicial cuts you could have made. Because we watched this one uh, with our bonus uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, how on earth is Mad Max Fury Road 30 minutes shorter than Trans? I was like, this should be a switch. These have no business being in this order in this way. I could have gone with an extra half an hour. Oh, absolutely. Fury Road, Road. yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Sign me up for another half hour of that film. That's fucking, I was was just dying. I was like, how is this film longer than that? I can't. Oh, yeah, and how is it, uh, yeah. Uh, It's it's as ridiculous a premise. Yes. uh, But But so much more fun. The execution is, and the, the answer is editing. Yeah, it's the fact that they were like, "Oh, there probably is half an hour more of that movie, but we're not going to show a second more than we need to to just get a little to- better at world building." I think, yeah, and that's having also an aesthetic true. And yeah. like- which is insane because the world of Mad Max is not a world we live in, and the world of Transformers is like it's just contemporary North America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robots not in disguise. <laughs> Robots need their fix. <laughs> <laughs> and also shining a light on the fact that maybe that the Autobots mm. aren't really all that good is one of them is constantly asking Optimus Prime if he can kill the dog and if he can kill I wrote that down the people. Too. And it's like, and he's like, no, we don't hurt humans. And he's like, come on, I just wanna. <laughs> and you go, oh, okay. But also, okay, and the thing that kind of f- confused me with the dog scene specifically um, is that he, this guy, like, yeah, this robot seemed to have no problem being like, yeah, I'm totally going to stomp this fucking dog. But it's like, no, like, don't do that. And also we don't hurt humans. But I'm like, aren't humans to you, like, kind of what, like, dogs are to us? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't this yeah. just scale? Like, where's the line for you of, like, where do, who do we not kill? What's What's fine? I was like, I don't really know where your levels are. And I don't think you know where your levels are. This kind of just seems like an arbitrary rule you've made up. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think it's we don't kill humans because 
We need the humans' help to get what we want right now. Ah, okay. In the context of this movie, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Where they're like... Because I need you guys to know, like, I haven't in my mind mentally gone outside of this movie specifically on, like, lore and background of Decepticons and Autobots. And, like, I'm sure when you watch, like, the cartoon or other movies, like, there's there's gotta be a wealth more of information and, like... Yeah, yeah. And that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about this movie and the information this movie gives us. Right. <laughs> specifically. Yes. And this, the information this movie gives us, yes, is very much one side of the story. We're following this guy, so that's fine. And we'll agree with him because he's driven around with Bumblebee. Um, yeah, what a weird... Jazz is such a weird character. Oh, yeah. What a weird... Why? I, uh, I, I, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they don't really seem to care that he died at all. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. They're like, ah, oh, shoot. Well, it was a sacrifice. <laughs> it's like I, there's like six of you guys left. Doesn't this really matter? <laughs> yeah, right? There's billions of us. I mean, but that's what they want. They all just, there's like, we want, the, uh, the Autobots are working towards the end of their race. Their entire, they're mm. like, we will destroy our entire society and burn it to the ground. Um, Decepticons, Autobots included, um, because we don't want to share this with the Decepticons. We don't want to share this other, share it with this other group. Maybe that's what the Decepticons are fighting for. Maybe they're like, we would like access to the AllSpark, please, so we can create uh, our, our offspring. And the Autobots are like, no, we control who We gets. don't like you. Yeah, we don't like you. The, you know, like, we don't know what schism was you in look that society. Bad. They just, they, all they say is that it was a powerful and peaceful empire until Megatron just, like, betrayed us all. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, mm, Seems like a pretty blanketing statement. Yeah, man. everything was perfect until one guy screwed it all up by... Wanting access to the thing that wanting reproductive rights? <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up, man. Uh, <laughs> that, yes. I honestly, the entire movie, I was like, this is so easy. Yeah. This is so easy. This is one side of a story. This is a robot With that's been vague details. Vague details. Our, our villain has been frozen forever. I imprisoned, never asked for an opinion or a thought. Experimented on. Experimented on. They say the, that they're like, our modern world is possible because we've been poking and prodding this guy since 1935. We've got lasers, we've got computers, we've oh. got, you know, modern cars. Like all of, all of the things that we have are because we've been poking and prodding this captive alien for the last 70 or 100 years. They do the exact same thing uh, to Bumblebee immediately. Yep. They're like, oh, well, we got you. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to learn from you. Yeah. And so, like, when, when Megatron comes out of it, first of all, he comes out of freezing. The first thing he says is, I am Megatron. Chef's kiss. I'm going to start using that, too. Every time I wake up for a nap, I'm just going to sit stark upright and be like, I am Craig. Uh, <laughs> That feels powerful. Right? I, oh, 
I've never thought about my that in my life. That would actually that feels like it would do something. Hop for me. out of bed and be like, I am Rebecca. Oh, I think I, I think I gotta go full name on it. You know what I mean? Oh. I am Rebecca Reeds. <laughs> ah! Just start doing shit. Oh my god. Actually, yeah, you're. It's it's uh, it's like an affirmation. Yeah, I like. Oh man, Craig, you. I might start doing that. <laughs> my roommate's gonna think I'm weird as fuck. I am Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca Reeds. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake her up every morning. Yeah, just saying my own fucking name. Oh, love it. God, I love that. No, I really, man, I'm learning. Um, I'm learning a lot today. But this has been great. Yeah. So as soon as they, he wakes up, right, and he kind of goes on a tear. Then, mm-hmm. um, but. All he really does is like, we want the all spark and we're not really afraid of hurting humans to get it, which fair, they opened fire on you. They've been incredibly hostile. They've held you prisoner. And basically he's like, human beings don't deserve, don't deserve to live is what he says. I think if I'd been frozen and imprisoned for 70 years, I don't think I'd have nice things to say about my captors either. Yeah, perhaps not. I, I wouldn't be like, the people who have imprisoned me wrongly for years, mm-hmm. sure, they deserve to live. You well, know, yes. I'd be like, I hope they die. I hope the people who did this to me die. <laughs> not as like a, you know, and, yeah. and I think this whole species is responsible for this. Mm-hmm. I also think um, I would love to talk about Sam for a little bit. Yeah. Because like... So him and Michaela, they get arrested, or he gets arrested a couple times. Michaela also gets arrested with him. Um, so the fr- so, and not that I, these guys are all wild. Okay, I absolutely, I'm not going to defend any of these. Poli- they're all insane, right? Like they're all they. They souped these guys up so much that it's like, even if they were right for arresting you, they're no longer right because they're nuts. <laughs> like, they're oh, just. Oh, the Sector 7 people? Sector 7, even the cops. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah. buddy. Like, fucking <laughs> what, right? The Sector 7 guy. Okay, and I will say this. First of all, having a Superman shirt that says Sector 7 when he has to take all of his clothes off, chef's kiss on that. That's. It's so stupid. It's perfect. It's so stupid. That character is so dumb. I think that was clocked perfectly. Okay. Amazing. Just, just absolute insanity. Okay. Like I was fucking nuts, but he says one of the, I had to go back. Like I watched it two or three times, this small little part. Cause I couldn't believe it was said. I can't believe so. I don't know if somebody put pen to paper on it or this guy just said it, it made me laugh so hard. They, he had just arrested them. They've got they're they're in the car being like, and he's kind of going like, "Oh yeah, like I know about your juvie record, like all this kind of stuff." And then he goes, "You're a criminal. Criminals are hot." And I, <laughs> man alive, could I? That felt more misplaced than anything oh, in yeah. the whole movie. I died laughing. I was like, "That's not real. That's not a real thing." You've just said man of like first of all <laughs> you're you're supposed to be against criminals i think okay yeah. just on surface okay secondarily you are talking to a teen <laughs> you are an adult man <laughs> you've arrested these people 
this is a very weird choice of words. An insane thing to say. And the way he says it, he says it with absolute, like, just so much enthusiasm. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. It's, it's like, out of nowhere. And it's never followed up on no. again. It's not like it's like as a little comedic thing, he's like, you know, weird like he's making weird comments all the time or something like that. It's it's it never comes back. Yes, it's never it's not like a personality trait or so it's just like that one thing and then we're on to the next thing. Yeah, and on to the next arrest scene. <laughs> The hackers get arrested too. I forgot that's an arrest scene in this. Oh yeah. And then there's an interrogation arrested. scene in there too where they're just doing hijinks. And it was just like like Does that ever result in anything? Um I think the Secretary of Defense comes in and is like, I you figured it out, so you, I need your help. I uh, think is what happened. Yeah, right. it's fair enough. It's as I said, all over the place. It um, is all over the place. Also, uh, hackers like he's like, uh, "Oh yeah, if you eat all the food, you're not guilty." And I'm like, "Oh, if I'm eating all the food, I'm so guilty." Oh, oh, guilt eater. Oh yeah, stress eater. Oh, I'll guilt eat all day, baby. <laughs> that is not a good test for me. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I, hmm. If I show up at your house and I start eating all your cookies, I have something bad to tell you. <laughs> I have something very bad. Something very bad is about to come out of my mouth. Okay? Just, no. just shoving yeah, no, oatmeal it's... cookies in your mouth. Be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, uh, I don't know what it is. I find food very comforting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I like a good snack. No, that guy is, I, and I don't want to defend that guy at all, mostly because, like, this Sector 7 guy. Firstly, it doesn't make any sense to me that there's a part of the government that the Secretary of Defense doesn't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some yeah. stuff here where yeah. I'm like, that's just not, that's not a real thing. I don't, I don't think that's real. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like the president's the only one that knows about every single sector or something. But like that seemed like a very strange like so you're telling me you have a whole sector that your whole government is pulling information from and nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, Secretary of Defense is pretty high up there. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I can't I can't I, I, well, mind you, I guess that's not the craziest part of this movie. <laughs> The fact that the robots don't know how to disguise well is probably <laughs> far fucking up there. Yeah, it's the tagline, guys. Also, I feel like um, I it, and I think it kind of speaks to your uh, your first point where you're like, oh, like this is very much like a like a movie for boys or like you know what yeah. I mean for because like I never feel like. A, Later in the movie, definitely, because it's like once you're near death with somebody, you probably are pretty bonded with them. But like at the beginning, I just I, I struggle watching movies where it's like, that's the hot chick and I know nothing about her. But she's the one I'm like, yeah. I'm not rooting for you. I'm just not rooting for this relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. You knew nothing about this woman or this girl. And she literally didn't know you kind of like loosely. You've been in class with her since 
grade one. Grade one. And I and I know that's like one of those like tropes of like, oh, the hot people never notice the people beneath them. No, they do. There's been a moment where this girl has definitely bullied this boy at some point. I mean, they've gone to school forever together. Yeah, yeah there's no okay. way. She's like, oh, is it your first year at the school? Like, he was in your class. That's, like, not, that's not you being popular. You, you have a, a problem. Like, you actively should go seek help or treatment or something. Y- yes. You have some sort of condition. (laughs) Terrible memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something... Sees giant robots everywhere. Something is happening. Like, I... Yeah. I I don't know about that. That whole scene, I was like, this was written by somebody that I don't think has ever met a woman. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's... Yes, very much. And like the the scene that really... Do you mean zero observation? This girl has zero uh, observational skills. Yes. That's what you're saying to me. Zero. What a great trait for your character to have. Uh, I'm re- it, it, her trait is I'm good with cars and boys don't like that. Yeah, and I was like, is that ever going to play pay off? And like, kind of at the end, she goes and gets a a, a tow truck and helps Bumblebee. But like, you know, like like it seemed like she, that skill would have been necessary at some point. It seems to me like her, in my opinion. It would have been a much stronger plot line to me if her skill was actually um, being a, an incredible driver. Yeah, right? Somebody, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and maybe she can fix cars too or whatever, but, like, I think it's better to establish that she just has this, like, incredible... Uh, this incredible skill at driving cars. Right. And like, she's just whipping through this city with this shit. Yeah, or like, like Bumblebee, Bumble- hand it over. Here, I'll show you how this is done. Yeah, or like his uh, his steering's off for some reason, or some sort of navigational thing gets fucked and she has to drive. Yep. And it's like all her, like that's fucking, you know what I mean? Because like, if I saw her doing some shit before, like even, even for the car fixing thing, okay, if we saw her in in the parking lot of high school, and that's how we're introduced to this character. She's fixing a car in the parking lot of the high school or something like that. And Sam's like, oh my God, that's so hot. She's so handy. Sick. That's fucking so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Because like I I cannot stand. I can't stand it. And I don't care how, like, I get it, he's a teen, and it's like, it's the popular girl, and that's what all the teens want. They want the popular girl. But it's like, give me one thing you like. Yeah. That's not her tits. Okay, just give me one thing you like about her. Okay, like, just one thing. And, like, even his thing about, like, oh, well, like, I could just, you know, I can can tell there's, like, more than meets the eye with you. Tell me one thing, then. You've gone to school with me. Because, like, it's one thing where you're just, like, she doesn't notice him or whatever. But, like, okay, so he's gone to school with her since grade one and hasn't seen her doing, reading a book that she likes or, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe she's a great swimmer or I don't fucking. Pick something. <laughs> Pick something. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The, no the, one thing about this woman. The, the human relationships in this are not at any point believable no like, him and his friend like, even yeah he kicks his friend out of the car for a for a girl right away yep you're walking and we never see that character again <laughs> this guy's a terrible friend if i got into that car okay like let's say let's say a guy does that to me right 
And I've like abandoned some other guy and I'm walking down the road and this guy pulls up and he's like, get in. My first question would be, where'd your buddy go? Because you know who I don't want to date? Somebody that's a bad fucking friend. Yeah, true, true, okay? true. Okay? Oh, I want you to have great relationships with everybody around you. This doesn't look good on uh, on surface. No. No, no, no. This isn't for me. I'm not flattered that you, kicks, you kicked your buddy out of your car for me. I'm a little creeped out. Yeah. You know, you know what you need to be driving? A minivan. Get some extra seats in there, right? Yeah, or just stick them in the back. Like, stick him in the back. Yeah. Oh, I don't think this car has back seats. I think that is the problem. No back seats at all. Yeah, I don't. Because at so. one point he says, "Oh, we'll just put her in the back," and he's like, "She's not sitting in the back. She's not going in the back." Oh. Okay. Maybe it does have back seat then. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Or I don't. I, I, I don't I, I, yeah. I, I, who knows? It's a transformer. It could have a like, back. It's a transform. Transform. Can we get a back seat in here? No. Also, I couldn't. Could. Could oh you my. venture a guess as to? why Bumblebee wants to get this kid laid so bad? Because that's really a part of the plot line yeah, on the right. certain, like... <laughs> He's helping out. He, but it's currying favor. You know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 they're really oiling this guy up for, like, the big ask, you know? I guess. I just, like, because I hadn't thought about this until now, until we we're, like, literally talking about it. But I'm like, what does that do? Well, I I mean, you know that cars want to get you laid, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, as a... That's just a general thing that cars want to do. Like, that's, yeah. Car... It, cars want to get you laid. <laughs> it's, their, it's their most well-known personality trait. Uh... <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's what I yeah because he it doesn't in in my mind you would want to get him home right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean nobody's motivations make any sense in this. Um yeah. And also I okay the thing that kind of freaks me out too is the concept of when somebody sees something really strange in a movie sometimes they'll go, "Oh, it, it's my secret." And I'm like, "Why? Tell everybody." Oh! Oh! Oh, I would be on the news so fast. I would be talking to the guy. I'd be talking to everybody. I am not keeping What do you What do you mean? <laughs> When he starts denying it and he's like, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I think, especially as a teen, I'd be like, I maybe want to get a couple of adults. Like, I, 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 I maybe want to get, get a couple of adults in here. My car drove away on its own and it turned into a giant robot. And I know that sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. But. Can we just take a look at this car? Yeah, just for a minute. Like, maybe just, we'll just... Is it an alien? What the fuck is going on? Because I got to tell you, anytime I've seen something weird, you can't you can't stop me from talking about it. <laughs> Even if you try, you'd be like, no, that's the scene. I'd be like, oh, no, we got we to gotta be out here talking about this. Yeah, this is important information that other people probably need to know. Yes, absolutely. You, there are robot aliens among us disguised as cars. Yes. And, and at that point, trying to hunt me down. 
Well, and that's why, like, I, and I think that's why they had to make, or not had to, I think it was a choice, a weird choice, but why they made so many, or like all the authority figures, like all the cops and the Sector 7 guys, they made them so over the top bad. Yeah. Because if you made them normal, these requests are very reasonable of like, hey, you don't know anything about these guys. We've been aware of them for, especially the Sector 7 guys. Yeah, it's like, yeah. We've been aware of them forever. You can't be running around like this. This is a huge problem for us. You're a teen boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're in charge now. Yeah. And then the police officers also, it's like. Are you on cocaine? Are you on, like, are you on drugs? Is that what's going on? That's a valid question. Yeah. It's a very, very valid question. So I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I think that's why they had to make them so fucking over the top because they're absolutely, these kids are running around with aliens that you don't, you don't know. And we're just going to take your word on, because that's the thing, they're just going to take their word of a teenage boy who talked to one robot alien, and you are going to um, form your whole response to this crisis from information that that boy told the U.S. government. Like, it, it's, it's, it's not only a game of telephone, it's like a single source of information, like second or third hand, and they're like, yeah, Megatron's bad. We gotta blow them up. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's just all take a step back here. Maybe we sit down at a table. Hey, oh, are the Autobots robot racists? Oh, they are? Oh, shit, maybe. <laughs> robot racists. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. You can't. You, you, the Decepticons aren't allowed to come to our schools. That's what this whole war started. You go, oh, oh, my God. Oh, Megatron, please. Please. Come, come and safe harbor on Earth. Get these fucking Autobots off of here, you know. Yeah. And also, the, the 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 Decepticons are all the ones that are, uh, you know, disguising themselves as military vehicles. Uh, the U.S. government would fucking love that shit. That's like, that's like U.S. government catnip right there. Yeah, but I think what it is is you can't be us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It feels True. a little bit like no. Only we're, we're allowed to do this. <laughs> we're allowed to have the weapons. You've got to yeah. take a backseat. I think yes. I think I think that's what it. Um, I, I I totally think that's what's happening here. Yeah. Another level of villainy too. Not only did they keep Megatron uh, captive for all those years. Mm-hmm and hide him from his friends and his family and everything like that who are trying to find him. But they're also using the cube to actually bring uh, technology to life and then killing it. They like they demonstrate, they put that cell phone in, they use the cube to like bring it to life. It like comes alive and like starts like running around and like shooting the glass. And then they just like vaporize it. That's not the first time that they've done that. So they're oh, just... Oh, the horror! Right? <laughs> so they're using Megatron to, like... Woo, To dude. create new Transformers and then killing them for experiments. 
You know. You know what? I didn't even register that as a thing, and that is re- actually that's life, like, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just bringing life into existence. Like, of course, Megatron is mad. Of course, he's upset that that's what you're using that power for. Of course, he says, "I don't think you deserve to live," because you've basically been harvesting technology off of me and and killing my offspring for uh, a millennia or like a century. Wow. Yeah. So when he gets out and he's like, I don't think humans deserve mm-hmm. to live. He's kind of like, you know, coming from a place of anger for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've all, we've all, you know, said things that we don't quite, you know, yeah. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm going to say it. Hope you drop dead, you know, to my captors, to my haters, mm-hmm. go fuck yourselves. And Optimus Prime is also not like, super pro-human because that that conversation happens between the two of them megatron optimus prime they're fighting at the end okay right and megatron goes um uh humans don't deserve to live Mm. and optimus prime's response is they deserve the choice that's not an emphatic yes. <laughs> you know? Listen, if they're going to jump, they're going to jump. jump. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not going to do it either way. I don't care. I don't care. Either way. They deserve whether or not they, they... They can decide if they live or die. I'm indifferent. Like, give me an emphatic yes. Yeah. You know? Do, do I deserve to live? Yes. All life is precious and we should protect it. Great. Good. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Not a, yeah, we'll see. It's also, it seems so weird to me that they want to destroy the, their whole thing is, is like, we want to destroy the all spark, but we're not just going to try and destroy Megatron. Yeah. Right? Because like, if it's going to bring everything back for you. Get rid of the. The, the guy who's causing your problem. Yeah. Which means, leads me to believe that that's what the war was started over to begin with. Yes. To be like, no more new people. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're done. These are all the people. Mm-hmm. We're in charge. We're the Autobots. Screw you guys. Uh, you don't get to come to our schools. You, you know, you don't, you, you're second class citizens. You don't get this. Yeah. We're stopping it right here so we can continue to treat you badly forever. And them being like, how about No. We're going to get this all spark. And then they destroy their planet rather than let the Decepticons have like a leg up, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's it. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, we, we we got deep on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you ready for our scales, Craig? Yes, absolutely. I hope we didn't do the same one. We did not. Oh, <laughs> I love when you say that to me with such confidence. I've got the transforming scale. Okay. Uh, so from a uh, sandwich transforming into mold under your <laughs> under your bed. From a situationship transforming into a relationship, um, I am going to give Megatron a uh, sentence transforming and broken telephone. I don't think that was the original message. I don't believe it. (laughs) Love it. Uh, I've also got, got the transformative technology scale. So technologies that have transformed our world. So from the printing press to the steam engine, uh, I'm giving Megatron a perpetual motion machine Mm -hmm. uh, because there's zero evidence that it does what people say it does. That's so funny. (laughs) 
he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, guys, we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a minute. But first, a couple ways that you can help out the podcast. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, uh, villainwasright uh, at gmail.com. That's how you can send us suggestions. We're also on Twitter uh, at VWR Podcast. Villain was right on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, if you guys also uh, like the podcast, please uh, rate and review us on whatever podcast app you choose. It really helps people discover uh, the podcast and uh, show up in the algorithm. And uh, if you have a couple bucks to help us out with the cost of the podcast. As always, uh, we have Patreon. You can hit us up on patreon.com slash villainwasright. Uh, we have several tiers. We've got uh, bonus episodes. We have, uh, we have uh, audience choice. If you, if you want to have your say... Yes, put that stuff in. I We are also doing, and I think I'm going to continue doing it this month, I am going to do bad movies. <laughs> Just because uh. I honestly love to torture Craig. Craig has p- picked Mad Max Fury Road, which is obviously a great movie. <laughs> I am going to be matching that equal and opposite energy. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I haven't picked it yet, but like, guys, send in your suggestions, as always. The last one, Cool as Ice, was an audience suggestion. Thrilled. The pendulum swing. Thrilled (laughs) at that audience suggestion. 10 out of 10. Could not get any better. Um, So, yeah, we're definitely going to keep that going. And, uh, guys, and thanks for listening. As always, if you are listening to this episode, thank you so much for being a fan of this. Um, You really help us out just by listening. So, it is now time for our heroes and villains of the week. I have a hero... Kind of a, a hero. It's, it made me laugh so hard. So this movie is specifically the I, the concept of like um, I don't know, just like just like the way uh, younger like you know like kids see relationships and this kind of thing. Like you you talking about this being like a boys movie, whatever, right? So I was talking to this kid, and um, uh, we're, whatever we're chit chatting, um, and he goes. Uh, and he goes, hey, Rebecca, like, I got a girlfriend. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sick. Like, good for you, right? Like, I'm like, whatever, we're talking, whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I go, well, like, what's her name? And he tells me her name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, uh, so then I say, and I don't know why I say this. I'm like, oh, well, like, what does she, like, do? What's she good at, right? Because I'm like, you're, you are you don't have a job, right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, what she do? What's she good at? And this kid looks at me and he goes, she's good at being my girl. <laughs> Oh, I laughed so hard. I laughed so, so hard. And I just kept going, never say that again. Never say that again. Never say that again. But it was so freaking funny. That coming out of an eight-year-old's mouth, I'm sorry, is fucking hysterical and I won't hear otherwise. Love it. Love it. So he is my hero of the week this week. I absolutely uh, love it. What do you got for us, Greg? Uh, so uh, I got a hero this week and uh, the hero this week is uh, Rebecca Reeds, everybody. Ah! Uh, Rebecca you know is, I love that. Yeah, Rebecca is my hero because she stopped me from getting in a traffic accident. Uh, so so true, bestie. Yeah, yeah, so true. So what happened was uh, we were driving <laughs> together. I think we were like coming from or going to a gig. I, I forget what it was. I think we were going to comedy bar. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So we're in like bumper to bumper traffic, and just like you know, it's just kind of like inching forward a little bit as we go. So like I'm kind of just like letting off the brake, inching forward, letting mm. off the brake, inching forward. And um, as I'm kind of like 
just sitting there waiting for the traffic to move in front of me. I just kind of look out of my window off to the side and I see this man just screaming. Oh yeah, he was losing front. it. Yeah, just you know, swearing and he's like, throwing bottles. Yeah, like. it's like yeah, and I was like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I look over, and the store that he is throwing this at is a martial arts dojo called Black Belt World. <laughs> Sorry, and I was just, and then as you said, like he starts throwing bottles, and I am just all into yeah. this, and I was like, "Well, certainly." these people would know how to defend themselves of any store that a, an angry man can throw bottles at. Like, Black Belt World, I'm like, shit is about to go down. And, like, I am just so into this that oh, I don't realize that I'm still inching forward. Like, and Rebecca just is like, Craig, whoa, Craig, whoa, Craig, whoa, Craig, whoa, Craig. whoa, whoa, I grabbed whoa, your arm so hard. I was like, Craig, get away. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Slammed on the brick. And you were just like, describing to me how you've been a little stressed out lately. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no, that would have been worse. Yeah, that would have been like just another thing. But I was just like, I can't believe I did that. But I just like, the distraction was so real. I was just like, I'm about to see like, karate black belt people come out of this store and fucking ruin a guy throwing bottles and sweat. Like, this was going to be the event of the century, you know? Uh, so thank you, Rebecca, for very w- saving my, my very bumper welcome. and a whole lot of stress. Uh, you're my hero of the week, so thank, thank you so you. much for that. Yeah, That's nice. <laughs> also, Black Belt World sounds like something in a movie. Yeah, it does. Like it, it sounds like a storefront in a movie. Like, oh, we've got to go to Black Belt go, World, yes. obviously. <laughs> what, if they're, what if they're not a martial arts It's place? literally just Black Belts. Yeah, they just... <laughs> They're the suppliers of the black belts for the other places. That's, great. <laughs> That's what the guy's so upset about. He's like, it mine was dark purple. It clearly you been call dyed. That black. You call it's that black. black. <laughs> it's not black. Uh, so That's good. Awesome. Um, but guys, that does it for us uh, this week on the podcast. Uh, Rebecca, where can people find you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, stay tuned. Next week, uh, we're continuing our uh, Canadian countdown to America. To America! Uh, to America, where <laughs> we are doing our audience choice episode, Captain America Civil War, uh, with a fantastic guest, uh, Ashley Coopers. And to join us for that. And uh, until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you that sometimes signals have messages. <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.